report in. Red 10 standing by. Red 7 standing by. Red 3 standing by. Red 6 standing by. Red 9 standing by. Red 2 standing by. Red 11 standing by. Red 5 standing by. What's going on, everyone? You are listening to the All Wings Report In podcast. I'm your co-host, Vinny, and across from me, the worst Sabak player in the outer rim, my older brother, Chris. What's up? Um, the phones have been off the hook. The Disney execs and everyone at Lucasfilm have been blowing up our phones. They Somehow they got us, and, and the interviews have been crazy. The, the the congratulations from them. They've been so ecstatic on our podcast. The first two episodes were a hit. And here we are back for more episode three for you guys. So thank you to everyone who tuned in and uh, checked us out those first two episodes and they liked, subscribed, followed us on all social media. But we are back for episode three. Yeah, I think everyone was was really just blown away uh, by the fact that I said the word um, um, 156 times uh, in episode two alone. So we got the winning formula now, though, because uh, we were film- filming, we were recording super late at night. Uh, I'll be honest, I was like kind of low energy and dragging a little bit. So we said, um, there it goes. There's number one. I should have like a bell, like a, like a from, from I Breaking Bad. I should just ring a bell. Every time you say, um, I was thinking like, what if I just, I just get like an electric shock collar. Oh, wow. And every time I say, um, you have to zap me. We don't have a Jamie Vernon here to, to edit this out, <laughs> but some people, you know, they gave their two cents and a lot, we had so much positive feedback and we we're to the moon for that. But some people were just like, Hey, you should do this differently. I'm like, dude, it's the first two episodes. We're a super new at this super green. And I'm calling Mike to help us, you know, with so much audio issues that we're having and everyone's got. The annoying complaints were just annoying. Some, no names, but someone, so so check this out. They said, about you, they're like, I can tell that your brother listens to a lot of podcasts. That's awesome. He makes a good host. That's great. And then they were like, and then you, <laughs> you know, you could edit that stuff out. Yeah, they someone said that. Like, I'm going to get a magnifying glass and, and cut and cut. I don't like, even understand how that would work. Like, it would just be like... E- 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 your hands off. I mean, it would be it'd be such a pain to do it. I said it a lot. You but did. I, but I think I say it a lot in conversation anyway. Right. It's hard when people. Well, it's hard I when don't you wanna, don't know the person and this is just an audio thing. And if it was video, maybe people would just but see different. Then I started. Noise. I listen. I mean, I think both of us listen to podcasts anyway. Yes. Right. Regular. Whatever. Yes. And I started just listening, like really listening to the podcast i'm like oh they say um all the time too it happens in conversation so you know what i don't you know what i don't feel bad about it so don't uh, don't tell me i said um you know the next the intro of this one should have been the kings of ums and tums vinnie and chris yeah uh so well i just did it why am i stalling i had to say oh i understand now why actors and actresses don't watch themselves in films i can get through one listen of the podcast once it's done edited and posted and then after that i'm like i cannot do this a second time it's people don't realize it's when you have a microphone in front of you it's so just real quick uh i don't know if i was kind of like you know i did the band thing for a little bit um and i was totally comfortable 
singing on a mic because it was just like you sang it, you were done. When I had to in between talk or or engage with anything, I would just clam up and I, I just could not say I just couldn't do it. I don't know why. It's like you're, you're banter, banter, banter. You're like rock talk. It's the rock talk. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, the Human Torch was denied a bank loan. <laughs> um, <laughs> just with the Ron Burgundies. I don't know. I yeah, I'm not gonna listen to. I listened to the the first two back a few times, and then I just was like beating myself up, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna do it. But at the same time, I said I need to figure out a way to like be a little bit more high energy and not so, you know. What your uh, expression is in the logo of the podcast. Don't be that guy. (laughs) Be the other guy that's next to you. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, man. I think, yeah. And and last time too, I just remember it was just kind of like podcast started and I'm like, let's dive in. Yeah, this Uh, is fun. Mandalorian Mandalorian season two. Yeah, we kind of warm up. My hands are still a little clammy, but we warm up and uh, it's good, man. And I'm... I'm stoked that we're uh, moving forward with this. We're not just like, uh, you know, like, you know, just did two episodes and walk away, you know, but we're leading up to the Mandalorian and doing a weekly review of that. And um, so many people who really aren't diehard Star Wars fans like me and you were like, hey, man, you really broke that down. And it's so simple for me. And I, I am so appreciative of that. So that's cool, man. This podcast is for everyone. Super nerds and beginners and everyone in between and you got a, a great compliment which was one of my favorites when your friends asked you hey is this kid friendly and you said of course you know there, there was nothing over the top no no foul language and and that was cool that was one of my favorite compliments was is it is a kid friendly so it's for everybody that's not really a compliment it's a question um wait well but, is, you, but our, our answer was a compliment well oh wow you're right <laughs> yeah good job all right mo- uh, moving on so <laughs> So, uh, there it is. There's three. Someone was, <laughs> someone was, no, they, the question was, is it, is it cool for kids or is it kind of like, uh, not suitable for work? Um, that's four. And I said, no, it's cool for kids. I don't, I, I don't know if it'll always be that way because it's kind of hard. You're getting your Wookiee, uh, code in already. Your beard is thick. Jeez Louise. Uh, it's been, I have not gone to the barber once since the pandemic. There's a great one and most isolated. I trimmed it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Quarantine beard. COVID beard. Allie hates it. Shout out to Chris's wife. Well, uh, so that's why I'm keeping it. But Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> so on that note, let's dive into this week's episode. Uh, we want to shout out. Um, we did a giveaway if you follow us on social media. And we did a giveaway of Star Wars Squadrons, and we did a yes, little we raffle. Um, we had about sixty-five people uh, enter the contest. So for a wasn't bad. Yeah, for you know, for a just starting out podcast and just starting out Instagram, Twitter, um, we ha- we had about sixty-five people enter. That was awesome. I did a random drawing on Instagram Live, and uh, our buddy uh, Ron Gonzalez won uh, carrying weight on Instagram. So shout out to Ron. Thank you for entering, and thank you to everybody else who entered the. Uh, the contest, we have plans to do some more giveaways uh, for some Star Wars Black series that we're waiting on to come in the mail. Uh, as soon as um, everyone in the Walmart warehouse stops uh, looting uh, those uh, figures so we can get those on time and do another raffle, that'd be much appreciated. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. Um, I, got the, I got an email for some Star Wars Black series that's exclusive to Walmart. 
four figures, uh, two. I don't think that they. They're all for Clone Wars. They're all for the Clone Wars. I thought that they were general release. No, it was Walmart. Walmart was the only people offering pre-orders. I have no idea because I haven't seen them on Hasbro Pulse. I haven't seen them on any other, you know. All right, I don't know. You know, you know better than me. You yep. ordered them. I did not. So um, we're still. Well, I just got one. Jeez, ah, oh, it's a pain. So we did the contest. We did the giveaway. We want to do some Star Wars Black Series giveaways, and um, we're just waiting on those figures to kind of go up, and we'll do that for you guys. But let's talk about Star Wars Squadrons, uh, the first um, video game release since um, Jedi Fallen Order, which I loved. I think that game is phenomenal. I think Star Wars games are going in the right direction after that release. And I love the story and the timeline of that game. Well, we hope. Yes. I don't know. I haven't heard of anything else that's going to come out after this. Um, the game was released a week ago um, on October 2nd. Almost a week ago. I've had about, I don't know, you've played it a bunch, right? I have played a bunch. I, I gave a whole weekend to it. It looks beautiful. I played it on the PS4. It looks fantastic. And being able to start out, customize your pilot, one downfall is not being able really to see the pilot as much. You know, you just see them when you're in the, uh, the hangar. The that one thing that bothers me, you know, or like when you can customize your dash with all those upgrades once you play online enough. But um, it, it looks great. And everyone has said it, you know, and I people that have known have played it, this is the perfect game for VR. Like it is the VR game. I thought that from the beginning, I kind of said, I think this is going to be a VR type of experience. Um, I didn't know how it was going to play out regularly. Uh, I got it on the Xbox One X. Um, I actually had some problems initially with the game. Uh, they've since come out with a patch or an update. I think as of today, version 1.1. But there was a glitch in the game where during the like tutorials or the, or the training exercises... If you, I think if you died or you like blew up, it would not allow you when you respawned to complete the training. So I was stuck in this endless loop of like following Echo Leader and it wouldn't go to the next part of the campaign. Restarted the mission, same thing. Restarted my Xbox, same thing. I wasted about an hour uh, doing that. And that, that was kind of frustrating. But once I got past that, uh, I got to dive into story mode a little bit. If we're and and so you know, if if you haven't gotten the game yet, the game has both multiplayer modes and a single player campaign. Uh, the single player campaign it's takes about a, six hours. Yeah, it takes about six hours. Same length as Battlefront Two story mode. That yeah, that seems about the average time for everybody. Right. So if you're wondering, you know what the game has, and and to kind of give you a heads up too, the game is. It's not like a, I mean it is a regular game, but I think EA realizes that for one, this is at the end of this life cycle for for gaming systems, right? Because come November, Xbox One Series X and the PS5 are coming out, so this is at the end. It's going to be you know compatible. You know the systems will be backwards compatible, so you can play this on the new consoles. Should you wait to get the game, the game's only forty bucks uh, compared to the regular sixty. It's awesome just to be able, it's one of those games where you can just, if you have like 30 minutes and you want to pick up online play and just, you know, right before, right when you get home from work and it, it, it's perfect. It's awesome. You can jump right into online play and I do love that. And some people are very good. 
Uh, yeah, that's it. So the, the there's two multiplayer modes. There's dogfight. Uh, you can get up to ten players. You're split into two groups of pilots against each other. Um, it's kind of like a team deathmatch, but in space. In space, flying a ship, first person. Uh, the other one is fleet battles. So that's two teams, up to five players, compete to destroy each other's capital ships. So that's kind of what's going on there. Uh, the game got it got pretty good reviews, actually. Like IGN, Metacritic, uh, they got pretty good reviews. I think it's it's got the gameplay. There's a lot of. I think the multiplayer is good. Um, I think there's there's definitely a lack of content though in terms of and, and the story's kind of the, the first person campaign's a little weak. I'm the worst when it comes to that. Like when I got Battlefront two. I remember taking off of work to play it and I said, I'm here for the story. And I remember burning through it so quickly and not that I was let down or, or anything, but I put like almost a higher standard on the story mode than I do like the act for the video games than I do the movies. Like I go into the movies with lower expectations or like a more of an open mind than I do the video games. So I'm like, I'm trying to get some, well, you're setting yourself up. I know I'm my own worst enemy. Though, I think this game, same with battlefront they're, they're, the multiplayer is is kind of where it's at. I was new to gaming at that point. I think I feel like I really didn't get into well, to gaming until that game came out. I feel we're not we're also not really. I don't would not consider myself a gamer. No. So I mean, for 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 some people, the type of gamer I am, or the games that I enjoy, are for the most part like you know role playing games. Those are games that have a deep story. So yeah. you know. I, so as it relates to Star Wars, you know, I hold everything to that Knights of the Old Republic standard. Um, and unfortunately, they just will not make that type of game. I mean, uh, Jedi Fallen Order mm -hmm. was was good. I loved it. And when, with that game, the difference is when you could do the customizations when, or the you could do the ponchos, the droid you know, the saber and all that stuff. And that was something cool but to that, look forward that game to. Was, that game was meant to be... Yeah, totally. ...a, a, a campaign-heavy yeah, totally. uh, game. So anyway, as that relates back to Squadrons, um, this is the kind of... Yeah, you, you pop it in. It's more of a multiplayer game, I think. You know what I mean? As, as far as replay value is concerned. But anyway, it was fun. I had I had some time to, to mess around with it. Like I said, I kind of got stuck... Um, with one of these bugs in the game. But once I got past that, uh, yeah, I, I had fun with it. looks like there's a lot of stuff that you can unlock going forward. Uh, you earn, I don't know if it's credits or points, but throughout multiplayer, you could earn stuff. You could unlock um, helmets, uniforms. You could become a different species. The you upgrades can, for the TIE fighter pilots look awesome. Like there's, the, there's like this weathered helmet, the, these damage helmets, the, the, some of the paint jobs in there you haven't seen like in the movies or anything like that. And they look awesome. There's some of them look really, really awesome. I like them. Yeah, it was cool. You know, I'm probably going to, I don't know, maybe this weekend if I have some more time, I'm going to maybe mess with it a little bit. I think I'm just going to jump into the online play, to be yeah. honest with you. And, you know, for anybody also, too, I mean, if you are interested, interested in the story, I mean, I'm not going to give it away in terms of, you know, any spoilers. But just to give you an idea, uh, it's set after Return of the Jedi, and you alternate. Uh, in the campaign between the New Republic's Vanguard Squadron and the Galactic Empire's Titan Squadron. And both sides are involved with 
um, the Republic's Project Starhawk. I'm not going to really expand on that. I don't know if you want to kind of add anything to it, but basically one side, the Vanguard Squadron, wants to see this uh, project completion. Titan Squadron wants to destroy it. So you kind of jump back and forth with the story. There's some really cool stuff in there, though, some Easter eggs. Uh, the game does kind of jump around a little bit. I always thought you were going to have to choose. Like when I first got the game, I thought you were either going to go Imperials or Rebellion. Like I didn't know it was going to alternate like that. I thought it was pick and choose. Like you, because when we were going to do the review, I said, of course, as player two and the younger brother, I was like, okay, fine. I'll be the Imperials. You're going to be the huh. Rebellion because, you know, that was your first pick. But no, you, 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 each, every other mission, I feel like you swap. So you go kind of go back and forth a little bit. Yeah, you weren't given a choice, and it, it, that's kind of how they tell the story from both sides there. But um, I don't know. Again, it's 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 hard to talk about the game without giving stuff away. I don't with the holiday season coming up. I'm sure maybe people are either you know if they get the game as a gift, if they if they decide to pick it up later, I don't want to really uh, ruin it. But there's some there's some gems in there. There's there's some throwbacks to uh, early movie stuff even though the game takes place post-Return of the Jedi, um, the game jumps around in the story. You kind of go back and you go forward. So um, some cool characters pop up in there. I think that's all I'm going to say about it. I, I don't want to give away too much. I, I think I think it's cool for people to, to check out for, you know, for what it is, so... Yeah, I, 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 there was a, the character, was it Tisk or Fisk? Was it Tisk? I'm trying to think. The one character was voiced by the same um, voice actor who did Obi Wan for the Clone Wars. Oh, the Transdotion, the Transdotion, yeah, yeah. yeah, same same voice actor, which is awesome. So that was really awesome. I, I like that they did that. All right, so let's kind of move on to talking about the Mandalorian. We're about three weeks out from season two of and the Mandalorian. I'm getting excited. <laughs> Uh, recently, uh, some news came out about the writers for season two of The Mandalorian. Uh, it's going to be another eight-episode season, and the, the first, the writer for episode one, two, three, four is Mr. John Favreau himself. Uh, Dave Filoni gonna uh, he wrote episode five, John Favreau episode six, and I can I don't want to butcher this name too much, but Rick Famuyiwa, episode seven. Uh, he directed the episode with Bill Burr in season one and to close out the season John Favreau was uh, the writer for for the uh, episode eight yeah pretty cool um also they they kind of announced the directors for the season uh most notably what stood out to me was um one of the new directors this season is Peyton Reed uh he's he's known or more recently known he did both Ant-Man movies for Marvel, uh, which if you, I don't know if you've seen them, but they're awesome. I remember when we saw that, you're like, I was not expecting those movies to be that, uh, that great. We saw the first one again. Well, the first, yeah. I didn't the first, the first great. one but it, and it turned out to be awesome and hilarious and, and, you know. Paul Rudd is the man. And, and he's doing the, he's doing the Ant-Man sequel. But anyway, uh, from what we know, Peyton Reed, um, is directing, I think it's just one, but I could be wrong. Um, a new addition to the um, t- directors from from last season. Yeah, so they had a couple. Yeah, they had a couple. Di- uh, Carl Weathers is also credited as being a director this year. 
that's that was I found that to be pretty interesting too. And also, um, Rick, I, I don't want to butcher his name, but as Rick Famua, he was one of the X-wing pilots in the episode that he directed with Dave Filoni. Yes, when they blow up that um, station, and the X-wing pilots, that is uh, the director right there with Mr. Dave Filoni. So that is very cool as well. No more information has really come out though. Plot. Uh, I mean, I didn't think that they were going to officially release anything else about the plot. Mm. Uh, I had predicted that we would maybe see another trailer. Uh, we haven't seen anything else yet. Um, there's been a lot of talk about... I keep seeing this pop up about Sasha Banks's character. Um, I don't know. I might, I might be eating crow on that. But as we talked in uh, episode two... A lot of people think that may be Sabine Wren uh, from Star Wars Rebels. And like we said, this season two or the Mandalorian lines up in the timeline when Rebels ended. Uh, you know, she is a Mandalorian. She does take her helmet off. Um, you know, she, you know, she's it just in, that in between place where the Mandalorians, they don't take their helmet off. They take their helmet off. But she's one of the ones who has taken her helmet off many times. And so I don't know where they're going to go with that. If that is her, um, it's a pretty big role, you know, for the for the show, for the series. If they plan on plan on moving forward with a Rebel sequel, it's, uh, it's I definitely think she's a big definitely, deal. I mean, I, I think they're setting it up for her to be in it. I, I just was not convinced that that was her in the trailer. But with the dark hood looking like that, I like I said, I was led to believe that was maybe someone who was you know, a, f a force user, someone like in, in that sense, it gave off that vibe with the robe. Um, you know, Sabine kind of has a more colorful vibe to her. Well, she's wearing know. the hood. But yeah, I she think, is. But she is. they, you know, and typically too, they, they, they hide all the stuff that they don't want you to see. They, it's typically never in the, in the open. Right. You know, we, the, the trailer for season one didn't feature the child at all. And look, he was the most popular. He's in it from 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 episode one till the finale. Non Star Wars fans and love the child, and they have never seen a Star Wars movie. <laughs> they know of maybe Jar Jar Binks, but they they don't know anything. My, yeah, I don't know. My theory. I have another theory. Um, this is not a spoiler alert because this is not based on anything at all, uh, but kind of building off of what we talked about in episode two of the podcast. It makes sense. I, I mean, I've seen this written a bunch. Uh, I, I tend to really agree with some of the stuff I've seen. I, I think one of the, like, I think the big surprise, like, okay, uh, season one, the child was was the surprise, right? You were right. not expecting it. And, and, and he becomes kind of the, okay, the star or, or whatever. I, I think the big reveal or the big surprise for season two is Luke Skywalker. I really do. I don't think you agree. I think it'd be the biggest thing that Disney um, will would have done uh, since acquiring Star Wars, if that's true. They could, they could do it. Absolutely, they could do it. I don't know if they. I mean, we've come so far with the technology in, in Rise of Skywalker. We get the flashback scene of Luke and Leia training. Well, even and they even made in Rogue Mark One. Hamill right. Right, Mar but Grandma Tarkin, and and this looks so different, though. They, that was that was solely computer, uh, animated. I, I think in Rise of Skywalker, they actually used Mark Hamill's face, and used that reverse 
um, aging, kind of like the way they did Samuel L. Jackson in uh, Captain Marvel, if you've seen that. They made Samuel L. Jackson look like he was straight out of Pulp Fiction, which was awesome. I think they could easily do that for Luke Skywalker, make him look like around Return of the Jedi Luke, so they can you know, age him back, what, like 30 years or something like that. I was going to say 20, but yeah. Well, yeah, so he's going to look like a guy who's in his, what, mid to late 20s at that point. Yeah. They can totally, they have the technology to do it. And my my theory is, is they find Luke looking for either Yoda or looking for Yoda's kind. And I think they find Luke, and I think this is where they bring Ahsoka in, right? And Luke is going to try to maybe convince Luke's going to try to like convince Ahsoka to help him build a new Jedi temple or build this, you know, thing to to train new Jedi. Because also he wants to learn more about his father, Anakin, who, who better to learn from than, than his apprentice apprentice and and arguably one of his best friends next, next to Obi-Wan. And, you know, Luke will then maybe explain to her that Yoda has passed away and, my thing is, I think Ahsoka's going to say no. She still stays away from the from the Jedi Order. She's going to decline. And instead, she's going to go with Mando in trying to bring the child back to his... Not, you know, we say family, but I think it's bring him back to his kind, his species. Right. And they're going to maybe explore that. Again, that's just my theory. I'm basing it on nothing. There's There's been no leaks to my knowledge. I don't typically like to read those anyway, but it's fun to kind of like speculate like, oh, I think I think this might happen. I, I think that might happen. And it would be awesome. I mean, really. I think Luke or, or Mark Hamill uh, would get his, I don't want to say his like redemption or second chance at this. I mean, you know, he kind of threw his, his, he voiced his opinion about how he felt, you know, how Luke um, turned out in the last Jedi and where he was, you know, in the new trilogy. So I think this would be good for him, you know, to kind of have that story be told of where Luke was post return of the Jedi or, or what he was trying to accomplish and just how his, probably his whole demeanor and attitude and outlook on the Jedi, you know, was then because it's changed drastically, you know, you know, at the time of the last Jedi. So this would be good for him. It's a story that people wanted, and I, as, as someone who likes and loves, I'd say loves The Last Jedi, I think it's the best of the new three in that trilogy. Um, do you? I do. It's my favorite of the three. It I is. I don't know why I didn't know that. It is, yeah, I'm gonna be honest for sure. With you, I'm, it's, it's, it's there for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. It's uh, still one of those things that the, the jury's still out for me. But back, back, let me just finish that thought. So when I say that about Luke, people that wanted that story... It, that's not the story to be told in that film. It's not Luke's story. Like you want to get this story. So if Chris is, if that's what Chris thinks is going to happen, and that's the way they go, that's the story that people have kind of have wanted. Because you forget, or you may know, Last Jedi picks up where the Force Awakens, you know, left off. So this is the story that fans have been looking for. So that's a big sell for Mark Hamill if they do go that way. It's it's everything everyone kind of wanted, but didn't get. If that's how you you know that's how you feel about Star Wars and, and the new trilogy, I understand that. But I think Mark Hamill would totally want to do it because right. this is before disgruntled Luke. This is before um, he isolates himself. Before right. he becomes this like jaded guy. He is, and the other thing is too, right? I'm just again not basing this on anything. Could Luke be in one of those X wings that we see? 
Wow. Because we see, think about it. He he flies to. Um, oh wow, that is going to kill Octo. me. Octo, yes. Uh, in an X-wing, right? Could yep. could we get a Luke Skywalker flying his flying his X-wing? You have something I want. Saying that to Mando, yeah, I could see that. Wow, we didn't even really talk about that, so it's kind of cool. I think. Yeah, I don't know. There's so many. It's cool. Again, I think it's fun to speculate and think about where they could go with this. Um, and, and, and you know, seeing Luke would be really awesome. And I don't know, Disney seems like they're all about the, the surprises and getting and getting you in, like reeling you in. And like, I don't know, that would just that would really hype up the season. Not that it needs it. I think everyone's like eagerly right. uh, awaiting it. And but see the Ahsoka Tano thing and the Boba Fett thing too. But those aren't surprises, right? Those but, aren't surprises. Like, think about it. Disney's very careful about what gets out. Those 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 things were were put out there. Rosario Dawson being cast was 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 put out there. Right. That was not kept a secret. So, those things it'll be cool to see them. There'll be big moments in the show. But in terms of a secret. That would that would really really I I think be something that would that could that not only could it work but it it it, it makes sense. So be, like I said, it would be the biggest reveal or the biggest surprise that Disney would do um, since you know taking over you know taking over the Star Wars franchise. It would probably be as big of a moment, probably a number two moment in Star Wars. And I think the next biggest moment would be you know like Luke, I am your father. So if they do go that route and you do get Luke, you know. And we, that is going to be the biggest Star Wars moment, I think, that people can think of. Plus, I mean, again, in 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 staying with that frame of mind, when you think about, there's been a lot of talk about the Obi Wan series. A lot of people have been talking about the fact that Hayden Christensen is coming back. They've right, the people have been talking about it nonstop. I really think that they're going to do that. You're just going to get flashbacks of him. Yeah, probably. Right, but he could still play himself. You know, I don't. They're not going to have to do what they would do for Mark to make him look that much younger. You know, Hayden's still young. No, right. But right. I'm saying, like, bringing well, he's these, bringing these Clone Wars, bringing young. these characters in, it just further ties these these series like into the universe. Absolutely, makes it legitimate. You really are going to feel like, you know, that the that these stories, ha- you know, happened. In, in this universe versus, I don't know. It just, that's just what I think. Um, it, it'll be cool. I'm, I'm interested to see if anyone else has any, any cool theories and, you know. Yeah, post them in the comments when we uh, let me know. Post, the, uh, post the episode. Yeah, I'm interested to see. I want to know. Um, Another thing I want to um, bring up and not jump right into is that the age of the child would be the same age as Anakin Skywalker um, when he had passed. Like they, I believe they are this, about the same age. So when that's, what, that's what I've heard, read. Right. So if they are the same age, you know, you need to balance. The force is all about balance. So if you have, you know, the fate or, you know, of, you know, of, of balancing the force, there needs to be good to a bad. Be interesting to... That could, maybe that maybe that also means that the child actually doesn't have parents. Parents, right? Could have just been just like Anakin, born of the Force. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I don't. It's 
again, it's fun to to speculate and see. We're we're like, we, we joked that this episode was going to be called "Wasting Time" because, you know, that's all we can really do between now and October thirtieth is like, think what if, and you know, we have nothing else to go on. So, we need something. Yeah, we definitely do. And then I think the last thing I do want to talk about and touch base with, um, when they've talked about characters, and we've got you know we've talked about possibly Luke. What we know for sure, Ahsoka Tano, Captain Rex, but we've also haven't talked about fan favorite of the return of Boba Fett. You know, uh, so many there's so many stories and the legend stories of Boba Fett flying out of the Sarlacc pit. Uh, if you read the Aftermath series, um, there was a gentleman running Freetown on Tatooine in Mandalorian armor. Um, that gentleman's name was Cobb Vanth. If you want to go down the rabbit hole and, and look in, and look into Cobb Vanth, if you want to read the stories, uh, read the books for, for Aftermath. Um, those three books are right after um, Return of the Jedi. And like we said, we, saw, we thought we saw the, uh, the Mando. We thought we saw Mando uh, flying back to Tatooine or on the speeder bike on Tatooine. So if he's going to have a run-in with um, someone wearing Mandalorian armor on Tatooine, who else could it possibly be but the, the, the mayor of Freetown on Tatooine, Cobb Vanth himself? That's why I think, and 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 so as it ties to Boba Fett, he's he is supposed to be in it, right? You know, is does he maybe you know do we see him and they're gonna maybe try some like trickery there where we're gonna think I could see them introducing we'll see a guy in the Mandalorian in, in Boba Fett's armor, right? You're meant to think it's him and it's not, and then I need a shout out Robbie Fox um, from uh, my mom's basement and Barstool Sports because at the end of Mando season one. I don't remember what episode it is, but when you see Death Watch with the jetpack, he texted me and said, they're setting up for Mando versus Boba Fett next season, I'm calling it. And I said, no way. There's no, I said, it, 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 people are not going to get it. People would think this is already Boba Fett. People, when they saw the Mandalorian, like, isn't, oh, is this just Boba Fett? Like after the fact. So Robbie's been on this Boba Fett Mando showdown since last season. Fellow nerd, shout out to Robbie. Much love to him. I think they had to. They couldn't have the show and, and not do it in the in the time frame, because the other thing is, I don't know. I was big nerd, you know, going back to the '90s. Here, I used to read a lot of what they now consider. Was it the EU? Uh, it'd be just legends now. Legends. It legends used to be. Now. It used to be the expanded universe. Was what they called it. Right. There was a lot of novels that were all things that took place post Return of the Jedi. Loved it, loved it. I was a big fan. And and kind of where I'm going with this is so right. So Boba Fett in the in the EU, the old EU, I guess now they call it Legends, he makes his way out of the Sarlacc pit. Why we're talking about it now is is that Star Wars as we know it now has been pulling from the expanded universe or they've been pulling from legends, right? Um, Timothy Zahn with um, with Grand Admiral Thrawn. Yeah, Thrawn. He wrote, he wrote those original books from, um, you know, what is now Legends, and then they brought him back to rewrite, you know, the new stories, the new trilogy. Right. Uh, they they borrowed the the big bad guy from Shadows of the Empire. They hinted at him in Solo. I mean, it was very small. I think if you blink, you missed it, but. He's he's in there. 
Yeah. Oh, or you see him in Clone Wars when you see. Um, oh, what I say? I said you said, Solo. Yeah, you said Solo. You see him in Clone Wars when. Um, yeah, I'm. Get, I'm yeah, just confusing it with, with the holograms the whole there. Holog- yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't even think of that character's name right now, and, and I hate it that I can't. Dryden Voss. You see Dryden Voss, and um, you see. That's why you I see. Solo the, that's where you, you see Dryden it. Voss, yep, yeah. You see Dryden Voss. He's he's head of one of the the major crime syndicates. Uh, syndicates. Yep. So. Yep. They've been kind of borrowing from even even ben, having a Ben Ben Skywalker that borrows somewhat from the the EU, but it, it was Luke that had a son, Ben Skywalker. I've heard some. T- I've heard a lot of rumors about potentially bringing a Mara Jade into that. That's also a. a part of the legends uh, uh, stuff. So they've done it. They they're starting to do it a lot. They're bringing stuff. Um, they they did it with Knights of the Republic, uh, kind of, right? They named the ship after. Um, you want to help me out? No, which ship are you talking about? In the Rise of Skywalker, there's a ship that's named after. Um, oh my God, why am I blanking on this? You, you pulled that wild card deep. Now you can't you can't finish. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm bummed out. I'm not even gonna look it up. Maybe someone can fix this in editing. <laughs> Tracy Morgan, Brian Fellows. Maybe someone could fix this in editing. Yeah, Jamie, do me a favor. Can you look that up? Get that up on the. I'm squinting to see the. Can board. you just can you just pull it up here? Um. So yeah, I don't know, man. Why don't you? I am gonna look it up because it's gonna bug me. Go ahead. No, I don't know. Uh, so now I'm the musician. Rock talk banter, banter, banter. Nice. People are gonna hate this. Who have Mike edited out? No, this is live, man. Oh, it's Revan. Darth Revan. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... Well, you could have said character. You, you, you didn't just, know what I was talking about? I had no idea. Yeah, they named a ship... They named a ship Revan. Um, anyway. anyway. People, someone said, you guys are such nerds. How do you not have more neck hair? <laughs> What does that even mean? I guess like nerdy people have a lot of neck hair. So when you brought that, that I feel like fact. that might be that might be offensive to some people. I'm if you have neck hair, I'm sorry. That TDH baby, tall, dark, and hairy. But wait, neck hair on the front or the back? The back. Oh, the, the back. The, yeah, the back. This is just gone. I thought they meant in the front, like you know how it like comes up oh, over the yeah. t-shirt. Because yeah. that's a thing. The whole too. Teen Wolf thing's got to go, man. Dude, I'm. I have a beard that is like months long here. You're not, yeah. It is it is amazing. I'm shampooing and conditioning it now. I don't even know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Uh, I guess we're going to end the podcast here. I, that's another complaint. Someone's like, you just kind of suddenly ended. No outro, no nothing. Whoa, 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 whoa. I want to talk about something else. Oh, whoa, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I want to talk about something else. Let's hit it. Let's talk about there's a couple things actually um new york comic-con is actually not happening this year because of covid but some of the releases um the stuff that they would normally release some shared stuff uh there's some stuff coming out i don't know if you knew that or not i don't think people know that at comic-con there's a certain exclusive collectibles or you know things just are exclusive to the event whether it's um Star Wars Black Series, you get a figure that's re- released as like a common. It's, it's released in a different box. Certain figures have a certain sticker on them. It just says exclusive. 
you know, it's um, for the for the non toy collectors, it's kind of a big deal for us. So you know, they're shared to stores after the fact, and we go crazy looking for them or waiting in in line online to get them. Well, yeah. So I was just bringing that up tomorrow morning. I think some stuff goes live. Uh, Funko, the, Funko the Shop pack. is going to have yeah. some stuff. I think that's already sold. They did like a they did a lottery, so you would have already. If you're listening, I missed you, it. You would already got it. You had to be registered. I'm not. Um, yeah, some of these new black series are hitting the stores. Um, no one can see this, but we kind of posted it on the IG. Um, I happen to see it today. The box is messed up, but um, I got this clone trooper, this Camino clone trooper. Um, looks awesome. Yeah, they're doing a. Uh it's so tough to not do this with a video, but to tell people they've re, they got a new artist for the Star Wars Black Series box. They have a new box style. Seems like the third style for Star Wars Black Series that they've done. Uh, you know, they went from a, a numbered base from one to over a hundred, and now they just seem to be doing themes. You know, per movie or per TV show, they're just doing like a smaller amount to make a little side mural. The boxes are new. They got a little side mural. If you collect all of them, you can make the mural. But they kind of are doing away with this number one issue of so many. It's it's kind of just a, a set now. It's almost like a box set, and you gotta get all the pieces to complete the box set. Yeah, they're they're man, they they look awesome. We we kind of talked about it in the beginning with with the Walmart stuff, but they're they're cool. Um, this came, or rather, I found this today, and then um, the Walgreens clone uh, lieutenant. Yeah, right it's there? yeah, it's right there. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna mess with that right now. But um, how many people are probably surprised that Walgreens gets exclusive action figures? You know, so many non-toy collectors are like, wait, really? You get action figures at Walgreens? So if you're ever in a pinch, you got to get a birthday gift for one of your friend's kids. You stop at Walgreens; they got a little toy aisle. They have a lot of stuff there. They have a lot of toys there. Yeah, they have a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. So that's cool. Some of that stuff is starting to really come in. We live on the East Coast, so we kind of don't get the love, man, because this stuff always starts, Out I West. think, West Coast. Right. So if, I think that's how where they get it. It comes. If you look on our Instagram feed, or when I look on my Instagram feed. I see everyone I, else getting everyone it. Everyone always has this stuff, and I'm like, how is that? I, you know, but anyway. We need to save all the toy talk. We do have... A, like a toy collector's episode outline that we're going to do after Mando. We're going to have a guest on. He's going to come on and it's going to be awesome, but it's going to be super nerdy about toy collecting. And I'm really looking forward to that episode. The, the joy of the hunt. As Pe I would yeah, call it. Yeah. People don't, people don't know the struggle, man. You get one, one certain figure per box and you know whether the people at the stores you know i don't really don't want to dive too far into this you know while the people at the stores you I know think, i think you should dive into it while people at the stores <laughs> thanks man i said people at the stores four times i'm gonna say it again people at the stores you know they're oh working the God. stock room and you know buy the figures for themselves they hold them for their friends scalpers go in there and then you see these figures that are um on ebay for triple what they're worth and it it makes the takes the fun out of the hobby i mean it's really depressing it's not always that, but that's why I said the, the thrill of the hunt. I, right. I think it's that's 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 the that is half the battle. It's like it's like a thing. You're you 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 you're not. Ex sometimes it's when you least expect it, and then other times you like are always looking for this one thing, and then when you finally find it, 
it's like that, you know, I don't know, right? I'm 32 years old, dog. I'm tired of going to all the stores. I'm going to skywardfundsupply.com, getting all my Star Wars collectibles. And that's our first promo. <laughs> that's where I'm going. That's, yeah. fir- that's going to be our first advertiser? That's going to be our first sponsor. Zip S- Recruiter. <laughs> yeah, skywardfundsupply.com. Supply. That's our boy Jeremy over there. It's so easy. I, I, I'd rather, but then you can't buy action figures from Amazon. Yep, because why? They send it in a manila, manila envelope with bubble wrap, and then it gets destroyed. I've been hosed by Amazon a few times. I think you have. Oh, dude, yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan. I'm not buying that stuff on Amazon. Um, Target. Target's another one. They're right. kind of whether the website someone uses crashes because everyone's on there at midnight. It, it's a nightmare. I can't believe we're talking about this. We need to save this because that episode is going to be awesome. We're just hinting at it. Are we going to uh, go all the way? We've talked. Are we going to go all the we way have back? An outline. I talked to him. We have an outline. I don't know. It, it might have to be like a two-part episode. Somebody, I've gotten some feedback already. Went from so in episode one, we kind of went and I touched on Power of the Force, three and three-quarter inch figures, and I got some feedback on that. Some people hit me up and were like, "Dude." Save Can the you three- talk more about that, please? Save the three and three quarter inch. Hashtag. Yeah. What else you got? I think that's all I got, man. I think we're, we're, we're again, killing time and we're waiting for another trailer. We wanted to give you guys something to listen to. You know, some things that we forgot, we went back and we could have talked about these other characters and, and these theories, you know, for episode two. And we just wanted to touch base and, um, you know, keep this thing moving along, moving along. Got to keep feeding the baby, you know, oiling the squeaky wheel. Keep feeding the baby. You got to keep feeding the baby. We want it to grow. Who says that? I don't know. I heard it somewhere. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know, man. Probably some other really, really great Star Wars podcast. They said it and I stole it. <laughs> so that can be our new thing. Posers. All right. Let's get out of here. Thanks everyone for listening this week. Follow us on Instagram at All Wings Report In. Follow us on Twitter at All Wings Report. Like, subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you may download your podcast. Have a good one, everybody. Later.